What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode. I believe this is episode six of Love, Life, and Labels. This is Lee, and I'm sitting here with my wonderful co-host, Ish. Hey, I'm here too. <laughs> Hope everybody's having a fabulous day. Ah, <sighs> so what are we doing? Currently, we are sitting here drinking Yingling Golden Pilsner. Yes, we had to switch it up on y'all. We are drinking beer today, and it is quite delicious. If you like Blue Moons, this is a, a great substitute for Blue Moons. Would you agree? Yeah, it is. It has those citrus notes. It's, I would call it a little sweeter you think? than the regular <laughs> lagers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's a nicer price point. It is. It's 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 a nicer price point if you don't want to, you know, break the bank. Because we don't go to the, to, the, to the regular, you know, deli or what have you. We go to the beer distributor and get cases because we may be ridiculous. But, hey, this is our lives. And we like to drink beer. So we get the cases. And Blue Moons can be pretty pricey, you know what I mean, if you're getting a case, a couple of cases at a time. So if you want to, you know, grab something a little less expensive, the Yingling is a perfect substitute for that, in my opinion, for sure. For sure. So, what are we talking about today, babe? What's today's topic? Excuse me. Um, we're talking daddy issues and how, if they um, affect how you move in your relationships hmm. and what that looks like. Excuse us. Excuse me. Beer makes me burp. So. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, Leah, you, what do you think? What do I think? Okay. So... Daddy issues, I believe, can affect the way you go into relationships, how you handle people. I do believe daddy issues can contribute to the way you see uh, individuals. Um, So if you get into a, a relationship with someone, whether it's, you know, a friendship, a marriage, I do strongly feel that those issues that you have had with your father can affect uh how you how you handle people or or more importantly how you allow people to handle you uh i really do now it, everybody is affected you know differently when it comes to their specific daddy issues uh i mean i don't know how personal we want to get you know, and, and, and dealing with, you know, our daddy issues. I mean, I know I have, I have daddy issues and I know my wife has daddy issues. Uh, so it really does, in my opinion, affect you. If it does affect you, what ways do you think the relationship with the father, specifically in our community, Mm -hmm. we're talking about women dating other women. Since you're saying that you do believe that it affects how we move and interact in relationships in what ways how do you think these things manifest themselves specifically in the way you allow to make it plain the way you love people you know what I mean the way you love people you can depending on the severity of of your issues with your father you may not allow people in you may not allow people in because of lack of trust um abandonment issues you know what i mean you may have abandonment issues so you don't let people in 
at all. You don't let people close to you. You don't let people get to really know the real you. You know what I mean? Um, And it is different for, you know, it's different for everybody. It isn't the same, the same case for everybody. Um, I feel like with me personally, uh, I wouldn't say that it affected me as much as I've seen it affect others. Um, just because I had a father figure, like right? But my he step- wasn't your biological. He wasn't. Father. He wasn't. But he showed me how a man should uh, interact with a woman. You know what I mean? A healthy relationship, as far as you know, not you don't have to raise your voice at your spouse. You don't have to put your hands on your spouse. You can get your point across without, um, you know, being nasty, you know, or disrespectful. Um, right. But at the end of the day, he was not your biological he was not. father. He was so not. while he may have but been I, a great man and mm-hmm. a great influence in your life, it's not the same as having your biological father. There, it is the person who made you. It isn't. But I do appreciate the fact that I had a figure there because some people, they, they didn't have any, they just had their mom, you know what I mean? So I feel like it, it cushioned me, um, quite a bit because I could have been a a child who was literally just fatherless without a man, you know, around at all. Right. But that doesn't make the situation any better for me. I feel like it did. Like, I feel like it helped. I I didn't, I grew up with just my mom. Mm hmm. Like, I have my brothers, but they're my siblings. Like, I grew up with just my mom. And while I have a stepfather, he was not my biological father. Like, he's my brother's father. Yeah. But he's not my biological father. He never treated me any differently. He was great to me. Like, Mm -hmm. great. Like, he... You know, I genuinely don't think his side of the family is even aware of the fact that I'm not his biological child. Like, they, no one talks about it. No one says anything. Like, it's not a thing. No, right. It's not a question. Like, when they ask about my dad's kids, two sons and a daughter, like, that's what it is. But he was not my biological father. And for the most part, I grew up with just my mom. Like, my stepfather was in the picture, but he wasn't in the house. So like, you don't it was, feel like him being a part of your life helped in any way as far as just that presence of a relationship, you know what I mean? Like showing you what a relationship was, you know what I mean? Now, no. I don't know the dynamic of your mom and your dad's relationship. No. I have no idea. Absolutely not. Um, I think that, no, I don't think it and helped. His, and more, and not to cut you off, but his relationship with you, you don't think that that helped you in any way? No. Oh, that's I don't think it. I don't think it hurt me either, though. Like, I just think that because my dad, my bio dad was not, and my my bio dad is a fuck boy, like the yeah. epitome. Yeah. And I know who he is. I see mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. You know, I the relationship that I had with him is not like he was completely absent. Yeah. Um, very aware of who he is. We've never lived more than ten minutes away from each other, mm-hmm. even less than that as I got older, right. as you know. Like right. literally could walk door to door in a few mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. Um, but he was still my dad. Like he was still around. Um, he just was a horrible father. Um, but with my stepdad being in the picture, although he's the one that I call dad. And when I think of dad, that's who I'm usually thinking of. And I, you know, he was around, but I don't feel like it helped me, nor do I feel like it hurt me. Like he, there was someone that I could call dad. And I guess that was nice. And, you know, mean it anyway, like I could call him that and mean it, but I don't think it changed 
or or molded me in any way that was more positive or more negative. Because um, at the end of the day, he's not my bio dad. Like, mm-hmm. I still had this guy over here. And as good and as much of an impression and an impact that my stepdad had on my life, I still had to deal with this guy. Like, because he's here. Right. You know, he's around. So, like, no. Like, it was a situation. If anybody, if any male figures had a positive influence or have influenced me in any way in the way that I see men and my relationships with men and mm-hmm. in my relationships period my romantic relationships yeah it's my brothers mm-hmm. it's not my bio dad or my stepdad uh and my stepdad's great I mean he he falls short he Nobody's wasn't the, perfect yeah but he wasn't the best dad either yeah. and my brothers will attest to that like I said he was my brother's father and mm-hmm. my mom's husband but he was not in the house right. like it was me my mom and my brothers mm-hmm. in the house like they did not they haven't lived together since I was like seven years old right you know um and even prior to that he didn't live in the house like I, when I came home from the hospital, I did not come home to him being in the house. You know, gotcha. like so he he didn't live in the house under the roof with me for quite a long time mm-hmm. in my life. But he was present, like he was there. Um, he yeah he didn't he wasn't the best dad. Like he Example fell short of a, of a father. Yeah, like he fell short in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. The one you know monumental stand up thing that he did was welcome me. You know, mm-hmm. like not make me feel like the outside kid because I'm the only one who has a separate father. Right, right. So right. the the one stand up, you know, huge grand gesture was that like he considers me his child, mm-hmm. uh, and his family same. Like you know, those are my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, and stuff like that. It's never like oh, that's my step cousin right, or right, that's right. my uncle's wife's you know child separating you from, yeah like yeah, it's never been like that mm-hmm. so no I think my brothers had the most profound impact on the way I see relationships and probably because I date women and my brothers date women I got to see how women behave in relationships with good men period okay, okay. um my brothers are are good guys mm-hmm. um again they had their stuff with them but I think we can paint, and I, I think you can agree that we can paint them with the stripe of good guys. Like, yeah. you know, they had their stuff when they were younger. Everyone does. Yeah. like, But yeah. the overall picture is that they are stand-up guys. Like, they are active fathers. You know, they're respectful. They 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 love me and my mom and, you know, the women in their lives. They're good fathers. Yeah, to pieces. Like, you know, it's if they love you, they down for you. Like, whatever. They're hard workers. Like, you know. They're going to want you. They're going to die on you. They're going to take care of you. They make you feel special. Like, mm-hmm. that's who they are. And they're very kind, both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them, if you don't know him, you probably don't know that about him. But they're both very, <laughs> very kind. So I got to see how women and how girls behave in relationships. And then, in turn, how that affects the relationship by watching my brothers date. Because mm. they are very different. Yeah. <laughs> they're both good guys but they are both very different the type of women that they date are very different and so i got to see how like when a girl a girl is really into you and she's deserving of a positive relationship and a positive response what that then looks like mm-hmm. and the flip side i got to see how goofy and ridiculous girls can be right and how and how manipulative they can be <laughs> yes so like i got to i learned the most about relationships watching my brothers and then because it was just my mom 
and the type of personality that my mom has. And if you know her, you know, the way she handles relationships is admirable, to say the least. <laughs> she She's a stand-up kind of woman. And the way she handles relationships, and I have watched that, like, nobody plays with my mom. My mom has her standards. She has the things she will accept, the things she demands, the things she will compromise on, Mm -hmm. and her deal breakers. And that is that. She is uncompromising when it comes to the way she's treated and the things that she requires from a relationship. And that was... Sorry, guys. We had to pause for the calls, but we are back. Um, So where did you leave off? Um, My mom. And so, like, I don't feel like my stepfather being in the picture helped nor hurt me. Okay. I fall neutral in that Hmm. situation. That's interesting. I can understand how the issues that I do have with my bio dad. I mean, I don't think they made huge impressions on me. I think the biggest thing, and I'm woman enough to say that the biggest thing that I have carried forth from parental traumas Mm -hmm. is I don't like to, I don't like to walk away from things that I've invested in. So do you feel like, that's almost an abandonment issue because you don't like to walk away from things because in turn, like your father walked away from you in a sense. Like, do you feel like that's why you, you, you take so much? But I feel like... Or have have taken so much in previous relationships? That's what I'm going to say. I feel like he never walked away because he was never there. You know, so it was never dealing with him being there and then not being there mm-hmm. suddenly. It Like, I never got used to the idea of him being around because mm. he was so, you know, in and out. Mm. So that wasn't, it wasn't so much that. I think I don't like to walk away from things because I don't like to waste my time. Because I feel like with my relationship with him, I've wasted so much of my life thinking and hoping and trying that he will change in our relationship will mm-hmm. get better and mm-hmm. i'll have that father-daughter situation because i have sisters like my bio dad he has all girls you know right so you know with me being the baby as far as i know mm-hmm. with me being the baby i've spent so much energy and so much of my life like oh well you know i'll give it another shot i'm gonna give it another shot and then that became who I was in my relationships. Like, oh, okay, I'll give it another try. I'll Mm -hmm. give it another try. I'll Mm -hmm. give it another try. And it kind of built up my tolerance for nonsense because it's like, if I can put up with this with him and this is a person I share blood with, Mm -hmm. you know, who are you to determine whether or not something is too much for me? Right. You know? So with that, I think that's the only thing. And even with that, I don't do that anymore. Like, once I realize, like, okay, this is where this trauma is causing this kind of effect in my life yeah i'm done with that so bye like now i feel like i have no tolerance for Mm -hmm. nonsense like at all i've kind of probably gone to the other extreme like i went from being able to take a lot from someone i love to i'm taking nothing Mm -hmm. the first time you tried me like that's it i'm done so that's it otherwise he just he gave me he gave me thick skin he did he gave Mm -hmm. me thick skin I can handle a lot. I can handle myself well in the face of disappointment because I've had so much in my life. Right. So it's not, I don't think it's impacted me negatively anymore. Like mm-hmm. I think, you know, like I said, the whole being, having, giving people too many chances. Yeah. Because that's how I was with him. And as an, it took me to be an adult and in a very, very toxic relationship to mm-hmm. dig deep and open those wounds up and unpack all that baggage and sort through it yeah. and realize that this is the root of all of that. But 
otherwise, I think that the traumas that I've dealt with with having an absentee fuckboy dad mm-hmm. is that I am tougher. Yeah. I do know how to handle disappointment. Rejection does not scare me. Mm-hmm. It's in some people it would have made them less confident. To me it makes I feel more confident because like I've been putting up with this for almost 30 years. Right. And I'm still here. I feel no way. And then it also has taught me that I have a ridiculous ridiculous capacity to love people despite their flaws. Yeah. Cuz I don't like him at all. <laughs> I don't like him. I don't own his last name. I threw that name away with the quickness. I didn't even have his last name on Facebook for like years. Years. Right. I think my name I had my maiden name on Facebook probably the last time was like 2007 like years 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 yeah because i remember when you changed it to my mom's name and and you thought it was somebody else's name (laughs) (laughs) you need to change it oh you need to change that why i'm taking it so personal like why and you're like because i don't like that well it's my family name like like what's up with you and then you fell salty. You know? right. I was like, I was oh, like, oh that's her mom's all right. Name. Well, you know, but, I guess that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I don't like him. I don't like Buddy. I don't respect him as a man. I can see why. As a human being, yeah. mm. as an adult, mm. you know, like I look at him like a four-year-old throwing a tantrum constantly, yeah. like that. Like I have no respect for him. I am grateful that he gave you life. Well, that he participated yeah. in me being here. Yeah. But. That's about where it starts and stops. Like, the way he has not been a father. Mm -hmm. And not just to me, but I have an older sister. My sister is almost 10 years older than me. Yeah. Um, Same with her. Mm -hmm. And he's been putting her through this. But I hate the fact that you just said you have an older sister and you don't have two older sisters. She has two (laughs) older sisters. Okay. Be clear. And don't do her like that. She has two older sisters. I have one sister that I have a relationship with. Okay. All right. Now, I, I can understand. Okay. We can rock with that. And she's almost 10 years older than me. And Mm -hmm. so it's not just like me. Like, I'm not special in this neglect. Like, he has been this way since he was a teenager. Yeah. And I have become mature enough to understand that that's who he is. Yeah. And he's not going to change. It doesn't. And and I don't have to allow him to occupy the space in my life to hurt Mm -mm. me anymore. Nope. So, yeah. Like, he's not the biggest fan of the fact that I'm gay. Mm -hmm. He's not the biggest fan. I have more of my mom's attitude personality. and personality yeah. and he does not play with my mom quite frankly he's afraid of my mom she intimidates him he don't want no smoke with her yeah. and when he and i have had to go you know toe to toe he can't stand up to me because i guess he sees my mom in me yeah. whereas my other siblings are more like their mothers mm-hmm. or what not even one of them is like their mom. okay the one i have the relationship with is more like him Right. She acts just like him. Gotcha. So he's able to continue to be a fuckboy into her life. And she's, you know, in her 40s or pushing her 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, because they are very similar in that she will bend. And she, you know, if she feels like she can get what she wants out of the situation, she mm-hmm. will allow him to act the fool. I will not. Right. I will call him on his nonsense and I stand firm in it. And he does not like it. Mm. So don't like him. Have no time for him. But I do love him because he is my That's father. Yeah. I don't like him. I don't want to talk to him. I will not allow him to be in our children's lives. Like, I, no. Yeah, you made that point very, That's very canceled. Clear. No. Because he is not just a bad father. He is a bad grandfather. He right. has grandchildren. And see, <laughs> we we kind of went, we had a debate about that in our relationship. Whether or not, you know, um, 
her father would be in our children's lives. And initially I was on the tip. I was on the tip like, listen, that's your dad. You know what I mean? Listen, try to make it work, you know, because my father is no longer here. You know, my my dad passed away. So I kind of felt like, listen, you know, <laughs> not knowing the magnitude of who he was, you know, not yeah, knowing who he it. was. I didn't, she didn't get, get it. it. She thought I was being dramatic. I thought she you were being it. selfish. Like, all right, well, listen, I understand that. But you have to look at it from my perspective. Like, I don't have a dad. Like, my dad is, he's gone. Like, he's no longer walking, breathing this air on this earth anymore. So, you know, I feel like I, I looked at it very selfishly in that I know if my dad was here, he would be... Okay, so let's start with this. My dad had vices, mm-hmm. okay? He wasn't in my life because he was dealing with his own crap. Like, he had a lot going on in his life, and he dealt with substance abuse. Mm-hmm. So he was he, he really wasn't in his right mind a lot of the time. He, he really wasn't. When I was born... Uh, my dad wasn't even like he was around, but he wasn't around. Like my stepdad, when I was born, was the man who was like in in it to win it. You know what I mean? He raised me pretty much like not pretty much. He did. He he was the man that I called dad. My biological father, you know, like I said, had vices and was dealing with his own baggage. I have two older brothers who uh, from my father who are amazing. Shout out to you, too. Um, who pretty much had the same relationship with him that I did from what I gather. And I have to pick my brother's brains um, and ask them, you know, was he there when they were children? Because, you know, they're, like I said, they have a different mother. They have a different mother. Um, And they are significantly older than I. You know, my father was older. Their mother was older. So, you know, they had their own relationship with him. And I need to ask, but I need to ask my brother, Tony. He's the eldest brother. My brother Marcus, he didn't want to have anything to do with my dad, like at all. Like we got older, he didn't want anything to do with my father at all. He's the more defiant, yeah, he doesn't take any crap at all, like at all. Tony and I are a lot alike. You know, we forgive, we like to move forward, and we love very hard. Marcus loves very hard, but Marcus is, he's not for the shit at all. Like he will cut you off and keep it moving and not think anything of it. That's Marcus, period, with anybody. Like he he just doesn't, that's him. Now, when my father passed away, you know, we all went to the hospital. They, They called us and my brother had moved back to Jersey um, well, he actually moved back from the South and he moved to Delaware, actually he moved to Delaware. We're from Jersey. Um, so he was back, you know, home. He was back home and we got the call. He just so happened to be back home, got the call that he passed away. And my brother Marcus um, had flown. I think he, yeah, he, he flew out. He flew out um, like maybe five days before my dad died. Just on, I want to visit the family type mm. tip. So just so happens our dad passed away and Tony and I, I think we're already, we were together. I think we were hanging out that day. So they called Tony and, and told Tony, you know, your dad just passed and our aunts and everybody was already at the hospital, you know, on, uh, my aunts, cause of my other uncle, he passed away years ago. Um, I never even met my uncle. So it was all my aunts, all my cousins. They were all there at the hospital. And when we went in, you know, Marcus, we called Marcus. So Marcus met us there. So when we, you know, we all three of us walked up to the room 
And, you know, I'm emotional, period. I'm just an emotional person. I'm very sensitive. So I'm already upset, but I'm trying to keep it together as much as possible. And my brother, Tony, he's he's like me. We're very in tune with our feelings. Like, we're a lot alike, my brother, Tony, and I. So he's, They're criers. Yeah. So my brother's emotional. And Marcus is not a crier. Like, he's not that type. He's very, like, you know, super macho, you know. Now, both of my brothers were in the military, um, both in the army. They're both macho men. But Marcus is like, I don't cry, you know, that crying stuff. No, 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 Like, just hyper-masculine. We go in the room. He sees my dad on the bed, and he loses it. Like, just completely has a meltdown, right? Completely melt. Just, just, just crumbles. So, Tony and I are just, we're looking at each other like, oh, my God. So, we grab him, and we all go out in the, in the lobby and, you know, have a moment amongst each other you know we're consoling each other and just making sure that marcus is okay because he he literally just he had a meltdown and it's because he shut him out for so many years like he literally wouldn't give a damn as to what was going on with him at all like we would say oh you know daddy you know he's he's sick blah 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 and marcus would be like yeah i don't care like i don't care you know what I mean? So seeing him have that reaction was like, oh, shit, you really did care. You know what I mean? Like, you care. Yeah, because you care. But at the same time, you know, you can care, but you don't have to allow people a door to come mm-hmm. in and out of your life to hurt you. And it's regardless interesting. Regardless of whether they're your parents right. or not. It's interesting because daddy issues affects all of us. Aww. It doesn't affect just women. Mm-mm. It affects men. Mm-hmm. Like, my brother, Tony, he's more so super dad. Mm-hmm. he's super dad he wants to make sure everybody's okay like that's just how he is with family in general like he is a family man marcus he was there for his daughter but marcus was very he was in the military and my brother suffers from ptsd so he shuts down for months on end like he'll go and crawl into a hole and then resurface and then call each call everybody and just let us know that he's all right like that's how he is you know what i mean that's what he's going through dealing with the 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 army and he was over in iraq and all of that foolishness so he deals with a lot of ptsd but you say Um, that to say but i say that to say this it affects everybody in our own ways he he i feel like and the same with me we will throw you away in a heartbeat. And I and I personally believe I personally believe, excuse me, I will throw you away because I kind of feel like that's what our dad did to us. Like he was kinda of like, Well, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm dealing with my own shit, so yeah, I love you, but I don't have time for it. And I don't feel so that I'll, way. I'll 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 get rid of you in a heartbeat. I, I, I really will. And I don't look at your situation with your dad that way. And you know, I've dealt with substance abuse in my family. Not yeah. you know, not a parent, yeah. but you know the situation. And I so I've seen it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen the impact that it has on the children. But I don't think I don't <clears> see it that way. I feel like my father in law wanted to be better and felt like he couldn't. So rather than put that on y'all he ran like i don't think that it was a matter a a logic of oh i don't care like i got my own stuff going on i think it was more i have my own stuff going on and y'all aren't a part of that and i don't want to make that a part of y'all life Mm -hmm. you know i think it was more selfless than selfish but in regards to 
my father being around our children and some people are not going to agree with this i personally do not care um, no, you don't you know because <laughs> well because we're putting it out there and this is a very yeah. touchy subject it it's very is. personal but my friends and people who know me they've seen it yeah you know so if you don't know me you don't know the situation it sounds very are you harsh. getting emotional a little bit oh sweetie. it sounds very harsh but it's all right this is real i mean this is our therapy too (laughs) my dad is selfish he's the epitome of selfish he doesn't have any vices he doesn't smoke Mm -hmm. he doesn't drink he doesn't do any kind of drugs he doesn't have a gambling problem right nothing nothing makes a phenomenal living he does is this you know people who know him or who think they, they know, know him anyway think that he's an amazing guy <laughs> have nothing bad to say yeah, about this man they think he's an amazing guy nothing he's good looking he's in yeah, good shape, great shape. Mm-hmm. he looks very he's young mm-hmm. he's a good looking man yeah. he's very intelligent mm-hmm. like on paper he sounds like a stand-up guy stellar guy in real life though yeah. Nah. Yeah. Womanizer. Mm-hmm. Absentee father. Manipulative. To the point of potentially being a sociopath. You know, like mm-hmm. extremely manipulative, verbally abusive, mentally abusive to yeah. his children. Which is, you know. <laughs> oh, that's so horrible. Um, Completely that's neglectful. Horrible. Like Leah mentioned, I had two sisters. I do. I do have two sisters. I have a sister who's significantly older than me mm-hmm. and who is the one you guys will who you will hear me talk about when I'm mentioning my bio sister. When you hear me say my sister, nine times out of ten, I'm talking about my brother's yeah. wife. But when we're talking about biological things, I only mention the one sister. She's the one that's significantly older than me. I have a sister who's one year older than right. me as right. well, who I have not seen or had any kind of relationship, relationship with, with mm-hmm. since I was nine years old. Yeah, And we all live in Philly. We all well are from north philly including mm-hmm. my dad and mm-hmm. his family. like we're all from the same neighborhood just to kind of put a little bit of parameters around this the the sister that is in the middle mm-hmm. and i'm getting real real personal the sister mm-hmm. that is in the middle my bio dad her mother is not like my mother and my oldest sister's mother yeah they are more cut from the same cloth they are pretty much the same type of woman my your mother this sister and, yeah, and your mom and kim's my sister's name is kim yeah. my mom and kim's mom are pretty much the same woman they get along they work for the same company they yeah. hangs out yeah. they made sure me and my sister knew each other yeah. like you know yeah. they are pretty much just a lot alike they yeah, are the same similar. woman yeah mm-hmm. uh, my mom's just a little younger the one in the middle and i won't say her name because none of this is her fault. No, the one in the middle, not. her mother is more like the women my dad dates. Okay. Okay, so I say that to say weaker, easier to give into his advances, okay. easier to let him have his way, easier mm-hmm. to manipulate, does not fight back okay. with him. Okay. Um, doesn't give him any resistance. Mm. So he is an absentee father. My mother and Kim's mom were like, yeah, we ain't having it. 
we're you gonna, help. We're gonna take you're the proper. Gonna, yeah, like you help make this make child. Sure, yeah, you're gonna be around that you support this kid, right? And <laughs> and you're gonna be around. Like you, you missing birthdays and all that. No, we're not having that. We're gonna call you. We're gonna harass you. We're gonna cut you out because this is your child. Right. Her mother, not so much. He didn't want to be around. She let him not be around. So we don't. Kim and I, not just me, but Kim mm-hmm. and I, we don't have a relationship with her. Okay. We don't know her. Like we knew her. Like I had pictures. My first birthday, she was there. I you know, do. you've I've, seen I've that. Seen the photos, yeah. Because that's the type of woman my mom is. Like yeah. her siblings have to come. Absolutely. This is her birthday, whatever. But those are the only photographs we had together from right. my first birthday party. Right. Like that is it. She was not around. And to put parameters around this, when he and I were on speaking terms, just to speak to the character he has, mm-hmm. he hit me up and he's talking to me, and we're standing in front of the house, and he's like, "Hey, have you talked to?" blank mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. other sister yeah and i'm like no like literally not in decades like what's up mind you it's the dead of winter oh winter in philly which is saying a lot because it gets very, very cold here cold. right now and it feels like negative nine degrees outside yes very cold she's one year older than me mm-hmm. i had to be a teenager at this time and he says to me oh yeah i was driving up in the northeast and i saw her walking down the street she was pregnant you saw her driving and you didn't stop. You saw and your pregnant your child daughter up. You saw your pregnant what? teenager walking down the street in the dead of winter and you drove past her. Who does that? And you for no reason. Like he literally has no reason not to be a good father. He's single. He's single. He doesn't have like some woman telling him no. Blah, blah. He has Nothing. the finances. Has the house. Has the cars. Yep. Has you know the means yeah. to just be present. And it's not and just with us. And you're alive and well. Right. And that's why Fuck I said. Fuck all of the other stuff. Excuse me because I'm trying to stop cursing in 2019. But forget all of the other stuff. You are alive and well with your mind intact. Yes. And all your children live. Nothing's wrong with you. All three of your children live. <sighs> A, no more than a 10 minute drive from like your that's, house that's terrible man no like, more terrible. than a 10 minute drive and like you said touching back to my father like you know when i was around my dad growing up um he was amazing like when my mother would take me to my father he was amazing because he got clean he got clean and he stayed clean mm-hmm. you know what i mean he would call my mom now not often <laughs> He wouldn't call my mom often at all. He was clean and I wouldn't speak to my dad. We, he wouldn't call me, you know, and I would call him periodically every once in a blue moon to check on him. And he he would just be so excited to hear from me. But it's like, I'm your child. Why aren't you calling me? You have the number. You're not on drugs anymore. <laughs> You're clean. What happened? So do you remember what, what f- happened when he hit me up and was That's like crazy? Oh, what was the situation? Something happened with me. And he was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Wait, what didn't happen to me? No, something happened. Because it made me think about, you know, the whole I'm the child. You should be checking up on me thing. Again, to speak to my biological father's character. character. He, whoa, what's let's, happening? Let's keep talking. He, um, he does not know my birthday. That's fucking crazy, man. He does not know. After 30 years, he does not know my birthday. And what makes it more despicable, my dad has three sisters. Mm. He is the baby. He has three sisters. Mm -hmm. All of my aunt's birthday and mine and my mom's all fall within the same two weeks in September. Like within days of each other. Wow. And he does not know my birthday after all these years. And I remember... 
you kept saying, oh, give him a chance. I said, okay. I did. I okay. Did. It was important because to me I that want... you gave him a chance. Right. But I had been giving him 25 years of chances. Exactly. And that's what, in my, in my fog, because of my situation, you know, my dad no longer being around, I was like, you know what? Just give him a chance. Give him a chance. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do this just so you can see. And, I already knew what the outcome was going to be. And baby, did I see. <laughs> I'm going to do this just so you can see. My dad is very superficial. My dad, when I would be around him as a kid, it was more about parading me around. Because and I say this adorable. I say this at the risk of and sounding vain and arrogant, but my dad paraded me around because I was pretty. Yeah. He wanted the attention yeah. of having the pretty daughter and the smart daughter. Mm-hmm. And he was all about speaking to my accomplishments and when I think he had nothing to do with. Yep. Nothing. Oh and God. so my birthday came around and this is when I was what, twenty six, twenty five, twenty six, and Maybe, what, two weeks went by. Mm-hmm. I spoke to him in August. My birthday is in the end of September. Mm-hmm. I spoke to him in August. He does this, and I told Leah. I said, she's like, oh, well, he's been doing better. I said, yeah, but he's about to disappear, and he's going to come back up in the springtime. So she's like, why you say that? I said, because he does. He knows. He doesn't know when my birthday is, but he knows it's in September because he knows it's close to my mom's. My mom's birthday is six days after mine. Mm-hmm. So he knows it's close to my mom, so he knows it's in September. So he disappears through September and through holiday season, and he comes back around shortly after his birthday in the end of february and in the springtime like he pops back up this is what he does i've got it mapped out it's been a decade a lifelong thing like i know his schedule so she's like no i don't think so i talked to him in september i mean in august doing so well i was like well maybe he's changed for real no that's what he does though like that's what he does okay he's legit like a sociopath a psychopath like he he's very charming and that is something that a a personality trait that he i have grabbed from him Mm -hmm. he's very charming and he can make you think he is just the best person ever and draw you right on in and now you trust him and you're back in the trap just for him to let you down again and you know, August happens, September shows up, my birthday's creeping up, and I'm like, all right, I'm not going to do it. Every year, my dad, and all of my life, my dad has called, I can remember him calling me one time on my birthday, and that's only because the woman he was married to at the time actually called me, and he happened to be next to her. That's crazy. So, September come, it goes. We're like, it's almost Thanksgiving. It was almost Thanksgiving, and he reached out to me to ask me for something, and I said, well... You do realize that you missed my birthday, right? And I don't want nothing from you. I never have. Like, I've all never... All I wanted was your time. That's, that's all it. we want. I've never that's wanted anything wanted from him financially. My mom did it. damn she, good. She took it. She took we it. were good. Like, we were good. So, his his whole reasoning was, oh, because you just want me for my money. You just want, you know, want something from me. And I'm like, sir. <laughs> I want your time because I didn't ask to be here. No. But if you're not going to be around, then just don't, don't be, be around. around. And I said this to my dad when I was 16 years old. Okay, that is how quickly I was forced to mature in my relationship you with him. You are ballsy, That lady. at 16, I told him, you listen. You are ballsy. If you're not going to be around, then just don't be around. Mm-hmm. But the in and out thing, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. We can't do that. If you're going to be here, be painful. here. Right, if you're not, then don't. I am good. If you're not, because you have not been around, and it has made it so easy that it's not anything odd to me right. when you're not around. So just don't be around. Like, I'm good with that. So I say, well, you know my birthday. You realize you missed my birthday. Like, you could have texted me, shot me a text, something. Yeah. He like, this is what he said to me. <laughs> I would never forget this for the rest of my days. Well, Isha, 
it wouldn't have hurt for you to call me and, and remind me. Oh, get off my line. Never call me again. Bye. I am in my mid-twenties. And as my parent, you just said to me. To call you and remind you. Of my birthday. Of your child's birthday. But not bitch. just not just of your Please. child. Of my own birthday. I ain't calling you saying, hey, Kim's birthday coming up. Don't forget. Like, it's of mine. Of your child's like, birthday. You became, I was born that day, but you also became a father for the third time that day. That's a big day for you, Listen too. Listen here, sir. Sir, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? You don't ever have to worry about me contacting you. <laughs> Guess what? Don't contact me. And that and y'all just just act truth like be I never told, existed. My capacity to love and forgive. That's not even when I cut him off. Okay, I responded to him and I said, "Well, you are my parent. The day that I crawled into this world, Ooh, literally." The- like, was what? a life-changing day for you too because you became a father for the third time so that is a day that you should remember i am not ever he going said. to call you <laughs> and say hey dad don't forget my birthday is tomorrow i am never going to do that do not ever expect me to do that he texts me back well you right i know and that was the end of that conversation so like that's just to to kind of sum up the kind and that's small stuff that's small stuff. And so I say that he will not be a part of my children's lives because he has grandchildren. Okay. Mm-hmm. My niece and nephew are teenagers. Yeah. My sister's kids are teenagers. And, One will and be her 18. Son looks just, just like, like him. him. My nephew will be 18 this year. My niece will be 16 this mm-hmm. year. They are big. They yeah. are, young you know, adults. coming up on young yeah. adulthood. And my dad has a beautiful home. Beautiful home. My niece and nephew have never stepped foot in it because, and I quote him, he don't want kids in his house. Like, he has grandchildren. He is the same, probably a worse grandfather than he is a father. Like, he's completely absent with them. Like, you're a grandfather, and you have daughters, and and they have kids, and you're saying you have this whole big-ass house to yourself. Yeah. To yourself. Plenty of space to have your grandkids over, hang out, do weekends, have your daughters over, do a family thing. Child, I got them and grip. say, <laughs> I don't want kids in my wow, house. what a difference. You know? Mm-hmm. So, no, he will not, he will not hurt my children. Oh, no. Like, no. Oh, no, no, no. And, no. and no, he's not weird, no, you know, no, on no, no sexual pedophile stuff. No, you no, won't hurt their weird. feelings. This he's is what not. I'm saying. Like, as a parent, I know you. Mm-hmm. And as a parent, it is my job to protect my children. I will not allow you to rope my children into some, you know, romantic idea of you just for you to let them down because that is what you're going to do because you Absolutely. don't see anything wrong with your behavior. No, no matter how many times I tell and you, that's the problem. my mom tell you, my sister tell you, yeah. her mom tell you, your siblings tell yeah. you, you see nothing wrong with because that because he won't is do it. who he is and, and he that's likes it that and he likes it that's that going see we have different experiences because my father he wanted to be around he, he made was, effort he was a different person mm-hmm. when he was when he was on drugs he was a totally different person than he was when he was off when he was clean when he was clean he was fun you know uh uh you know, loving, you know what I mean? Um, but that's understandable because you know I mean? he was, he did drugs. Yeah. Like it when affected he his did, brain chemistry. Yeah. When he was on drugs, nothing mattered at all. Like, And my father's drug is himself. Yeah. Clearly. It's his ego. Clearly. Because he legit goes to bed every night with three daughters in his world who he does not talk to. Mm-hmm. I have not spoken to him because I almost said his name. I have not spoken to him at all in any capacity. Mm. In over a year. In over a year. And we live minutes. Yeah. 
from each other. I know. Walking minutes. Yeah. Not driving minutes. Walking, walking minutes walking. from each other. We live in the same neighborhood, neighborhood. guys. Yeah. Like, we live in the same neighborhood, neighborhood. And I have not. He has not reached out. The last thing he heard about me. Is that you were Is in that I was accident. in a bad car accident. My car got totaled. He, has he did yet. not pick up the phone. Nope. He hasn't called my wife. Nope. He hasn't said, oh, my God. And over uh, do you year, need anything? In like, over a year, he has not even checked on me from he, after he heard that news. And that's when I decided, yeah, you're done. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck who anybody who thinks like them. And anybody, anybody who, who defends them. Def- I don't <laughs> care. Fuck you, 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 and you. And if you don't like it, what's up? That's it. I mean, and I feel like through all of these experiences with him, it has again taught me that i have an amazing capacity to love people through hurt and to to see people despite their flaws you have a thick skin and to be tough you're very tough it's crazy but and i don't think those are bad things they aren't (laughs) now with me i can i can say honestly that i don't take anything from anybody Hmm. i don't and it's your situations gave you a short fuse yes Mm -hmm. and i will dismiss you without a second thought at all period now that's how I used to be now not so much you know you fall in love I'm talking real love you marry your wife your husband whomever and you know what real love is and what it's supposed to look like what it's supposed to look like what it what it's supposed to be you know what I mean like I and I think a lot mm, of that comes from our mothers, though, and our siblings. It comes from, in my, and I'm speaking from, from my, my perspective. It definitely came from my mother, my stepdad, and my siblings. Because my stepdad was the example of what a man is, you know. He was a strong man, an amazing provider. I went, I mean, when I say I didn't want for anything... Anything, anything that I can think of wanting, I got. Period. Period. I didn't even do shit. I got an allowance every week, every Friday. Fifty dollars in my hand, and I'm talking about ruined her. (laughs) And I'm talking about as a child, like I'm talking about eleven, twelve years old. I got fifty dollars a week in my pocket, like you know what I mean? Just because. I'm talking big-ass boxes of lobster because as a kid, I discovered that I like lobster because my dad, my stepdad, not my bio bio dad, he has excellent taste in food. Like, he just, he eats very well. And my mother is an amazing cook. So, I was eating lobster, whole-ass lobsters. Lobsters, he would go down to the shore. uh, I don't know if it was in Delaware. I don't know. Buy these huge-ass boxes, right? Filled with ice with these big, raw lobsters in them just fucking raw alive fucking my wife grew up privileged well well (laughs) i I don't know but you know so he showed me what a man was and he never ever ever and i can say this hand to god ever bashed my father oh yeah no so ever that's what's what's mind-blowing to me ever and one would think one would think that my mom oh your hands are cold i'm sorry one would think that even though she had every right in she the did. world. She did. Every right she did. to read him the riot act. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Up, down, sideways, yeah. cover to cover. Mm-hmm. That woman never said anything bad about and him. And that is amazing. And still does it. Not That's that amazing. not not that 
she makes excuses for him. So let's oh, clear that hell up. hell no. She just never influenced no, my opinion of him. Absolutely. So everything that I feel is because of things that I have saw. Exactly. And things and he's shown that me. And felt. Yes. It has nothing to do with how my mom feels about him. Right. Because her, she, all she would say is, well, that, that's your dad. Yeah. And when I mean, I was cutting him off at 9, 10. Mm-hmm. And Tracy, Tracy used to be here and be like... Child, you, oof, oof, he would be on the tough. Like, well, that's your dad. My yeah, issue. but he would be like, man, like because I'm so, I would be so, I would build that home and stand so strong in my conviction mm-hmm. of my. Fi- I mean, I'm, and you know how I am. Oh yeah, I have always been this person. <laughs> oh my god, eight nine years I can't old. Imagine. I have always eight been me. This Woo! how I feel. And, and that's, that's it. that. Like, that's it. That's how my wife is. This is my. These are my feelings, and that's that. You can you that's can it. roll with them how you want to roll with so. them. It's not going to change. That's how I feel, and I'm not an irrational or or impulsive no, person. You're not. Like I'm going to think and about I it. Love that about and I you. say if I said it, I meant it. Mm-hmm. I am not one to go back and say, "Oh, I didn't mean that. I was mm-hmm. meant." No, if I said mm-hmm. it, if it came about this yeah, mouth, I meant, meant yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, so I would be eight, nine years old. Like, no, I'm not calling him for what? And see, that's where we have opposite, opposite uh, experiences. Because my mom, child. Yeah, no, my mother-in-law Listen, is like, no, F him. Okay? My mother was like, <laughs> fuck him. He ain't shit. This, this X, Y, Z. And my stepdad, oh my God. My stepdad told my mom one day. Because my, 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 my stepdad was all about, he always, he told me. He told me out his mouth, and I'll never forget this, and this is something that I carry with me literally every day. He said, a man never has to raise his voice or his hand to his woman. Period. Period. A man never has to do that to get his point across. And that was, and he told me that as a little girl. And that's something that I, because my, my stepdad, he, he almost speaks like a pastor. Like he's very, he's a serious man. Like he he speaks very seriously. He's very direct and he's very strong. So when he speaks to you, you listen and you pay attention. (laughs) You just you do. That's that's the tone of his voice, the way he carries himself. He's just a very serious, distinguished man. He's a gentleman. He really is. And he told me that. And he told my mom, I'll never forget this. And I was ear hustling. I have no business ear hustling, but I was newsy. And that's what I did. He told my mom because my mom was in a rampage on a rampage one day um, pertaining to my father. He said, he said, listen, you don't want to do that. You don't want to speak negatively about her father to her. Mm-hmm. Let her, Let her figure it out mm-hmm. on her own. Don't do that. Don't do that. And from that day, it was kind of like a light switch went off, you know, for, you for my mom and my mom. Because she, mm-hmm. she, she didn't do it anymore. Yeah. Like, it was kind of like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, you're right. You know what I mean? I'm in my feelings because I see the hurt in my child. But I don't want to, I don't want to put, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't want to, I don't want to influence her. So let me just let her have her experience. But I want to protect her from it. You know what I mean? Which. And that's a fine line to walk. It is. That's my difficult. Mom, my mom let me feel the pain mm-hmm. um she would legit just be like she would let me have my feelings yeah. honestly she would just if i was going off or i was upset i haven't been excited to see him or be around him since i was like since we lived in a project so i had to mm-hmm. be like under eight years old Damn. 
like that was the last time I was ever excited to see him and I will never forget once we moved out he um and we were at my old house mm-hmm. and he literally how he knew where we lived we all from North Philly. Neighborhood ain't that big. Yeah. So it wasn't hard to figure out where we went. And we were all from the same hood. So all he had to do was ask someone from our projects. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, where, where, where are they where go? You, where yeah, they yeah, where to? Um, And it was my birthday. My birthday's at the end of summer. Yeah. And all I ever want is a birthday cake. <laughs> I have all, It's all I ever want. I don't want presents. I don't go nowhere. Like, all I ever want is a cake. That is so and true. so <laughs> I said I wanted a cake. And he said, oh, I'm going to get it for you. No problem. And I used to always want a strawberry shortcake from mm-hmm. Tiffany's. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I want a strawberry shortcake. So my mom being my mom, she already had the order. Yeah. She's going to get it anyway. Because your mom is, if not anything else, she is efficient. Okay? <laughs> so my God, my mother-in-law. She already knew. <laughs> the order was already in. He's like, yeah, I'm going to bring it. I, legit, stereotypical, sat on the steps waited never came never came never came God, that is so and messed up travis my brother got me a cake Aww, mom got travis. me a cake and um i love travis it was just one of those things where i realized like he ain't shit yeah and i was eight years old eight years old a child a baby my mom let me feel those feelings she yeah. didn't say oh well maybe he got caught up you nope. know some moms would say that make excuses yeah, try oh, to maybe make excuses. he got caught up or others would take the other the other road and say bash him mm-hmm. and my mom was just like that would have been my mom <laughs> you have a cake you have two cakes yeah and your and your loved ones are here Which, everyone that matters attitude, and she said here. do you want to call him yes because i've because you you were gonna cuss him out and <laughs> you're 18 year i'm 18 your eight year old way you were gonna let him have the heat and but i was and she like do you want to call him and i was like yes <laughs> and she was like, all right. And she called him and he didn't answer. And I laid his black ass out on that voice. My curse, but I laid him out yep. and I've always been me. So when I think about things that I've said and conversations I've had and how young I was when I had them, it's like, dag, I must have been here before, you know, because yeah. I've never been like that naive little girl. So mm-hmm. the things that I would say to him, I'm sure caught him off guard and he didn't know how coming to handle from, me. Coming from a little eight-year-old yeah. girl. And so from then on, my mom just let me feel it. So right. when I would be going off, even that time we were talking with Tracy, and I'm like, yeah, speak to him for what? Call him for what? And my mom was like, it is Father's Day. Whose father is he? Like, you're Listen. not like, <laughs> who is he fathering? Not me. Listen. Not nobody I know. Like, Listen. call him for what? And my mom like, but it is Father's Day. Call him. Like, I know his birthday. Mm-hmm. I always, every year without clockwork, whether I speak to him or not, I call him on his birthday. Mm-hmm. I call him on Father's mm-hmm. Day. This, 2018 was the first year that you I did, did not do that. Oh, I know. So, I, my mom would just be like, that's your dad. And then when yeah. I was younger, she would be like, you know, you'll see and you'll figure it out on your own. Like, that was just always her mm-hmm. attitude. My brothers can't stand them. But that's a different conversation, yeah. you know, cause my because my eye is the apple of their eye. Like, they have wives and kids and, and stuff. And they are men. Yeah, like, they just went for it. Exactly. Like, really, like, really, really. Like, this is your, this is your, your, your child. Really. Like, this is your child. So, like, my <laughs> brothers can't stand them. My mom was always very indifferent. Like, this is my experience with my father. Yeah. You can go ahead and have yours. Yeah. Have it. You know, like, you you work that out. However y'all gonna work that out. My mom completely stays out of our relationship. Yeah. Um, and and she would, she would push for me to give him other chances. Mm-hmm. Even when I really didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Like, when she knew it, I was like, no, for what? Like, when I was in the hospital. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah. And she's like, you need to call him. And I'm like, no, she called him and didn't tell me. And I'm like, for what? Like, why would you bring him up here? So me and her are fussing, mm-hmm. and he walk in, and I'm like, yeah, I don't care, and I'm turning, I'm still talking to my friends. Like, you're not here. What are you here for? Right. Um, and then that was when I was 16, and I told him, if you're going to be here, be here. If you're not, then don't. Mm-hmm. But either way, it makes me no difference. Right. It does not change. Like, if I never spoke to you again, it would not change the way my day to day life operated. And guys, when I told my wife that. I mean, she was flabbergasted. Just, I was. What do you mean? You would feel no, literally, and you and I told her you will see. Oh, if did I, I never spoke to him again, nothing about my day to day life change? would change. Not holidays, birthdays, Father's Day. Let me nothing ask you this: would change? And I've never asked you this before. Do you feel like it would be easier if you had my circumstance? Yes, mm. I do because, and this may sound naive and selfish, but he would have an excuse. Mm -hmm. You know, like, okay, I can respect that. You didn't want that to be, you know, you didn't want me to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. That's very mature. And that's a very strong decision to make in a weak state of mind. Because I look at it as, and you've, you know, you've opened my my perspective up um, a little regarding this. You know, I felt like, my father was weak and that he was an addict. Like, I thought that was very weak. I felt like, if anything, because you have children, that should be reason enough for you to stop the shit. But it doesn't, addiction doesn't work like that. Addiction yeah, I know. Becomes your I know life. that now. You know, like, I dealt I know with that it. Now. The person that I dealt with at first hand with had four children. Yeah, took a you while. Know? Yeah, but yeah, I know like, now. Long time. Yeah. We're talking about a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't work like that. But to still be strong enough in your love for your children to say, I am not going to subject y'all to this. Mm-hmm. That's a very noble thing to do. Versus being a, I mean, healthy, in better shape than me. Yeah. Healthy, okay, able-bodied, sane, intelligent person. And just make the conscious decision every single day to wake up and not have a relationship with your daughters so i mean (laughs) daddy issues they run deep and they affect so much many people too because now we're talking about we're talking about daddy issues affecting my children this is what i mean in regards to their relationship with their grandfather you me our offspring our mothers our moms our siblings siblings, you know what i mean people we love uh it's 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 deep so now let me ask you this Mm -hmm. people who because i have friends who have phenomenal relationships with their fathers Mm -hmm. and probably aren't the best in relationships their personal relationships Mm. um how do you think actually having an active and loving and supportive father affects your relationship. Can you have a good, a quote unquote good father and see your father have a good relationship with your mother and still go out and make mistakes in relationships? Where do you think that stems from now? Like how do positive father, um, fatherly experiences um, affect the relationship and how you handle relationships? I mean, I feel like if you have a positive outlook um, as far one well, excuse me not outlook if you have a positive example of you know a, a strong relationship and does that mean that you will always be good in relationships that you'll always pick the good ones no it doesn't um that I feel like boils down to your your personal choices like you can have the best example 
you know, of a mother or a father or two moms or two dads or whatever, and you see a healthy relationship, but you are hell bent on picking dickheads. So where do you, but where do you think that comes from? I think it comes from that, that to me, that's a, it's personal choice. Like some people, I feel like that's a, you're fighting against, you're going against the grain. You're looking for something different. You know what I mean? Like you're looking for the complete opposite of what you have. Like you come from a great home. You come from a, you know, two parent household where you've you've seen. So you feel like you're missing something. So they feel like, yeah, like, oh, well, you know what? Hmm. I, I mean, yeah, that's nice, but maybe this is better. So let's try this. You know what I mean? And then they get these F boys who aren't shit. See, and now I see it. Who aren't shit? I see it less of that, less of rebelling and more of when you do have positive examples of love in your home with your parents and then you end up in unsavory relationships. I think that's more of what your image of a good relationship looks like. You know what I'm saying? Like what you actually think a good relationship looks right, like. Right, but that's because the opposite. No, but listen, no, because your parents could have a good relationship. Right. But it could be you're growing up in the house. So you see the little things, you know, mm-hmm. So the big the big picture. You pay your dad's in the yeah, house. Everything looks great. But when you being in there, you see the little things. And while that may be what people consider a good relationship, mm-hmm. that may not be what you think a good relationship is. Yeah, So that boils down to personal preference and what you feel is good for you or what may be good for you. And I think that it's more of you trying to. I guess trying to figure it out because when we get to the age of dating and building like these serious relationships or whatever, you're kind of figuring out you. You are. And I think you, we all if have you been have, there. If you, and it's a constant thing. It We're is. married and I'm constantly, constantly learning, learning each other and um, ourselves. So <laughs> when you grow up with a good representation of love, you may not recognize it as that. Mm hmm. You may see it as because what you see is what you see, right? Your perspective. So yes. you may see your mom being a housemaker as oh she's weak, she didn't try, mm-hmm. you know, like she just want to lay up and cater to him. Mm-hmm. Or you may see your mom working hard and you working and you live in a two parent household and say oh well they they weren't there for me because they're always you know what I'm saying. Like, or you're looking at it as damn like mom you you gotta work like you working why why aren't you right. a homemaker? That's not, so what you see is mm-hmm. what you see and while that may work for them, yeah. And they love each other. They yeah, have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. Whatever the dynamics it's are. For them. Yeah, it's working What for them. you see is what you see. Your perspective. And you may not think that that is actually a good relationship. Right. So what you do is now you're dating around yeah, that's to a try good point. to figure out yeah. which What's one is for which. You. Yeah, you know? that's, that's a so good point. So I think that it's a lot of that. And then also it has a lot to do with the way you see yourself. Yeah. Because honestly... A lot of the reason, and like I said, I had left this out of the whole cheating episode, but a lot of the reason that I stayed was because I did something in the relationship. I did not cheat, mm-hmm. but I did something in the relationship that I should not have done. Mm-hmm. And Being I a little felt, inappropriate? Yes. And mm-hmm. I felt very guilty yeah. about that. Yeah. And I stayed and she was able to manipulate, manipulate. that situation yep. and say, well, you did this to me, yep. you know? And so I think that... Had I was been stronger in my conviction and the feelings and thoughts that I had about myself, mm-hmm. I would have said, yeah, I did it, but you took me back, so get your ass on over it. Yeah. You know, like, that's how I would handle it now. Yeah. So, you know, how I saw myself and the image that I had of myself 
it wasn't what everybody thought it was. Everyone, mm-hmm. you know, thought I was just this hard as nail, super confident mm-hmm. person, and that's not what it was. I was still figuring me out. We're talking my early 20s, fresh <laughs> out of college. You Child. know, like, had a lot yeah. going on. Lots of things going on. I'm still figuring it out. Are right. you kidding me? So, you know, I was young. Yeah. And I think that had I felt better and saw myself as a better person, I wouldn't have had to go through all of that. Yeah. I wouldn't have been affected by that. And then that has, I feel like, has nothing to do with how I grew up in the home because I was never without praise. Right. You know, <laughs> from any and everybody, from the minute That's my mom brought me home from the hospital, I was yeah. never without praise. So I have no idea where those That's feelings very, came from. Very interesting because, you know, I, I didn't take anything from anybody, like anybody. And I still don't. Like, are you kidding me? And I don't know if that had something to do with because I received a lot of praise and that was just how I yeah, handled absolutely. it. Absolutely. You uh, were up on that pedestal looking I, at the common folk. I'm like... not taking shit from you, <laughs> you, her, her. Are you kidding me? What? Bye. Like I said, I will get rid of you in a second. Like, fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? I don't know. Like, I just, I, I feel like while our parent parental traumas or lack thereof, yeah, they influence us so deeply. They do. They really do. And then sometimes they really just don't. <laughs> like, they really just don't. Certain it areas of our lives, on, they yeah. really just don't. Yeah, it depends on, I feel like it really does depend on the person. And, you know, their outlook on on life in general. You know, some people take, you know, daddy issues and have meltdowns. Yeah, you know, their life is just it. full of full of drama and sorrow and pain because that's that's who they are that's their personality and others well no because they built a home and the culture around yeah and that's just where they live and mm-hmm. some people you know like myself kind of like work cold yeah like you know what oh well it is what it is bye you know what i mean and that and i i love loved my father dearly still dad you know i love you dearly but i i I just kind of blocked it out. Like, oh, well, this is what it is. Like, you know, I would cry sometimes and and then get over it. Like, I haven't cried in a very long time regarding my dad. And I and, cry over that fool too much. That's why I don't talk about him. Yeah, I don't. Because the pain is still is still mm-hmm. raw. I think it always will be. Yeah, I haven't. It always will be. I haven't cried um, for a very long time. And my, my dad's story, you know, his life was, he had a great life. Like, a great life. And then, you know tragedy struck and that's what i'm saying and like sometimes it really affects you and yeah, sometimes yeah it's like where does come from exactly like you weren't raised in that his know? life story he he could literally have written a book like he's mm-hmm. you know came from great background like two-parent household you know loved dearly you know great parents uh great village and chose to indulge himself for in unsavory reason. yeah because i don't know for whatever I, reason. my dad passed away so i didn't I, when i became interested in and in, in learning more about my dad he was gone so i didn't have the opportunity to ask him dad what happened you know what led you to this path and that's why when you asked if your situation would be easier for me it mm-hmm. would be because had you had the opportunity to ask him he would have told you he would have mine, but it's out here. And but if I you ask know what? Him right now, he's gonna be looking at me with the cross eyes, like, "What you mean? I'm phenomenal." Right, but Great. I say that I, the <laughs> yes and no because we used to like my brother, my brother Anthony. Um, we call him Tony. 
he he would ask my dad questions and my dad would dance around them because he was embarrassed. Yeah. He felt very he felt shameful. But that embarrassment and that shame says that I know that I am not proud of this. So he would he would yeah, he would dance around and just kind of like give these half assed answers. He would he would he wouldn't answer the question. He would dance around it and not answer the question. You know what right. I mean? But that, that again, he's just a, I feel, still feel like he was a better man because he, he, if he felt like he wasn't doing anything wrong, mm-hmm. he wouldn't feel shame. He wouldn't feel guilty. He wouldn't be embarrassed. This guy I got to deal with would legit be like, but I'm great. I've done a great job. Like, no, you haven't. Like, what is wrong with you? You're crazy. Yeah, that's Literally, you're crazy. Like, he that's would sit and look at me like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm. And he ain't even old. Like, we talking about somebody. Young. What will he be? 56 yeah, next young. month? Like, you ain't like, old and decrepit. You out here. Out yeah, here. Young. Active job. Like, body in shape. Young, mind yeah. in shape. Like, you're good. And he young. would be looking at me like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You are making that up and exaggerating. Child. And you got me, my siblings, our mother, all of us. Like, you're his siblings. Yeah. Like, bro. What's wrong with you, bro? What? Like, are you okay? I mean, you like, vacationing. You, right? you out here with all your women. You living your best life, but not really. Because what's, what is all of this without your family? Because like I've told you, we've had conversations about this, uh, Maisha. The roles always reverse. Mm-hmm. Always. And our parents will age. Our parents will get to a to an age where they cannot do for themselves. Oh, I know. When we and lived in we Georgia, and his lungs care of our do. parents. Hop on the phone and call me. I'm in Georgia. What you so want me to do? you have to be very careful, you know, with the relationships, how you treat people. Yes, because you're going to need me before I need you. It, it, you really have to be careful. You know what I mean? And we love uh, parents. We love you dearly. We really do. Like, I love my dad. To I loved I love my dad. Period. I mean, I would defend my dad, you know, and I would yeah, get an would, attitude you know. when my mom would talk negatively about my dad. Like, don't talk about my dad. You know what I mean? But then when you get older, you see what it is. And what it was for me is just my dad wasn't there. He mm-hmm. was he was an addict and he was not there. And my mother would bash him because he wasn't there. He wasn't there, you know, in general. He wasn't there financially. You know what I mean? When he got clean. He would call my mom and mm-hmm. I want to take her school shopping. Um, you know, we ran into him. I'll never forget this. We ran into my dad. One day we went to go see my grandma. Because one thing about my mom, like she never kept me from my dad's side of the family. Like she would always Same. say, yeah, you, you want to go see your grandma? You haven't seen her in a while. You want to go see your aunt? You haven't seen him in a while. So we would go around and we turned this corner. We were driving to my grandmother's house and we turned this corner and he was literally outside standing outside with like a bunch of his friends and he saw us we had like pulled up right next to him it was like at a light and he's standing out there busting it up with his homies and he turned and just so happened to like we we literally like made eye contact so he said oh like that's my daughter so he walks over to the car and (laughs) my mom rolls the window down and you know my mom wasn't here for my dad at all like she would just be like hey hi 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 and my my dad was still very much in love with my mom so (laughs) he was like how you doing you know all smitten to see her and he pulls out a wad of cash and hands me the entire wad of cash and said this is for you you know go take yourself shopping or whatever and you know what I mean so I, I do feel like 
he when he was yeah he you know what i mean he but that just wasn't my dad's story Mm, that wasn't his story mine who i can't next this fool for 50 cents because he won an itinerary he won a itemized spending report he want to know why i ain't got my own 50 cent he want to cuss me out about it like it's a whole thing crazy so i will never ask him for money it's crazy ever and he ain't got nothing to spend it on but him yeah and like that's, that's what I, I i just i can't I, comprehend nothing at that. all so i sh- selfishness i have it. no respect like no respect for him and my respect <laughs> for him had been gone for quite some time before i officially cut him off the mm-hmm. car accident thing was when i was that's like, when i said yeah i'm done <laughs> and you do are you too see? do you get it no because i told my wife i told each i said so yeah you're finished with that because i see the hurt okay and i'm tired of seeing my wife upset behind anyone In this so guess what this is over. This is done. So let me ask you a question. And mm-hmm. I think this will be the last because we got real, real deep. Real yeah, deep. we did. Uh, this, this, is, this is a deep heavy. episode, guys. <laughs> um, do you think your issues with your father had any influence on your identity as a masculine? Maybe being a, a, a lesbian? Mas- no, as being a masculine woman, not just being a lesbian. You know, I don't think so. Uh, not at all, because when I was fresh out and I was uh, aware enough of myself, I knew that I was more into masculine things than feminine things as a little baby girl. And this is before I'm talking about, you know, that age where you, you are aware, you're self-aware. You know what I mean? You know what you want to look like, what you want to, you know, dress like, who your friends are, the toys you play with. Everything was boy. I never wanted the Barbie dolls and the, like my mom would buy me Barbie dolls. She would buy me the, now I did, I did want a, a, um, a Barbie car, the Barbie car Corvette. Yes, I did have one. I asked for it and I got that. And that was my I shit. Had a Jeep. I had you a come Wrangler. on, Jeep. Come on, Wrangler. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little. I'm a couple years older than you, so I had to. I had the Corvette. You know what, what I'm saying? Ch- hauling, <laughs> just mowing down Pushing those temple students, just hitting them temple students because they used to walk past oh my, my house. Just, just excuse me. <laughs> I, yeah, I had a ring. Yes, so it was bright pink, and that was like really seriously the only. The, okay, so I had that. That was pink. And I had this pink so ass chief. Yes, and I had this pink um, chief's coat that. My mom got me and it had the the Native American man on the back real big with the chief, um, you know, symbol. Oh God, your brother-in-law. Was when I say right that was my favorite coat and I was devastated when my mom threw that thing away. Not threw it away. I think she gave it to my little cousin. See, but I was devastated. And, and I was always a girly girl. Yeah, never. Like, but that's never. the thing. So... I was always feminine, Mm -hmm. but with edge. So I guess I act like my mom in that. Because my mom is very, like, hands-on, get her hands dirty. Yeah, she she will change a tire. Like, you know, like, (laughs) so (laughs) she's very butch in her personality, but she is a heterosexual woman. (laughs) Um, But I remember, like, I had this, this pink Timberland puffy mm-hmm. coat and it was long joint it was mm-hmm. fire yeah. it was so bomb <laughs> and then i had like i always had a lot of hair so yeah. i wore like plaids with beads on them uh-huh. and i had this pink um tam or beret oh my god and, but what it was, was what our parents put right, us but, it was like, but it was like an oversized one so it wasn't like the god. flat joint that with link the to the thing. side yeah <laughs> it was like it was like it kind of went like this like okay. up off my head and like a crown it. yeah and it had a bow on the side that joint was fire and i used to wear it to the side uh-huh. and i will never forget it got messed up because oh. my brother <laughs> which one tyrene yes <laughs> <laughs> my brother got me in a fight Okay. Of course he did. I can't. <laughs> he got me in a fight because my friend mm-hmm. 
threw a milk carton on him. Because why would you do that? Right. And now we're four years apart, right? So we're very young compared to y'all at this age. And so my brother was pissed, but he's big. So he's like, I can't hit you. I can't punch you in the face. He walked over to me. Unzipped my coat in the dead of winter. Okay, unzipped my coat, took my coat and off. And I can see me you now. What are you doing? And was like, beat her ass. And I was like, like oh, what? Now I've got to fight my friend. Great, but <laughs> but that's what happened. And my coat got messed up because you know he watching and babysitting his sister. Right, right. It um <laughs> him watching and babysitting his sister. He uh. <laughs> it got stepped on and got ruined like the zipper oh, got ruined it was horrible no. but I was always very girly but when I came of age in those teenage dating years like I was feminine like I was very into like dressing sexy and doing all that but I didn't carry purses I didn't wear makeup I mm-hmm. didn't like get my nails done like I was not into none of that and mm. meanwhile that's the age where girls like I gotta go to the nullery oh every my two God. weeks like, and I was just like yeah I'm gonna get my eyebrows cleaned up but like that was <laughs> it I did not like I still don't you know that like yeah. I don't like getting my nails done well you have gorgeous nails I don't like, nice like, nail beds if y'all run into me on the street I don't look like Instagram I don't look like my wedding pictures not to say that I look worse no but I like my wedding pictures my hair is straightened yeah. i have a whole bunch of makeup mm-hmm, on up. the rag monday through friday i don't have on makeup no. my ha- i wear my hair natural all the time yes. it's a special occasion which i love so like i'm super chill like i wear my hair on pants or my sweatpants every single day like that's just <laughs> how i am but i have an obscene amount of makeup and oh hair God. products and, and shoes products and shoes and i love buying oh. shoes and jewelry so I think that I don't think that my personality came from my daddy issues. It might have been a little bit of a rebellion. A smidge. A little bit of a rebellion because he was so superficial. Like, oh, look at my pretty daughter. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, yeah, I'm wearing sneakers. Like, you know, like I'm wearing sneakers and sweatpants. Mm -hmm. And my mom was just like, whatever. That's how I'm comfortable. Rock out. Like, that's what you want to do. But at the same time, my mom is buying me like designer handbags and stuff. So it was just, it was all over the place. And my brothers did not care one way or the other. They were like, okay, she's, she's a wearing lowrider jeans and a crop top today Who cares? tomorrow <laughs> she has on a sweatsuit and a pair of butters and then on saturday she has a belly shirt on with tight <laughs> jeans and some shoes <laughs> I, you know <laughs> it just didn't matter but i wondered that though i thought about yeah. that at work the other day when you brought up this topic i was yeah. like i wonder if your you know your issues with your dad mm-hmm. and and honestly i grew up with men in the house mm-hmm. and you didn't i did not and so if that had anything to do with you feeling more comfortable in the masculine role uh, well, I mean, it took me a long time to accept the fact that I love to wear men's clothing and I feel more comfortable in men's clothing. You know what I mean? Because growing up in a household with feminine energy and feminine, yeah, you know, everything, girl. girly girls, I'm talking about, you know, panties and bra matching and <laughs> you got to lotion up everything and your nails and everything's done and your hair has to be done every two weeks. Are you kidding me? You know, t- oh God, like. It took me a while to come into, you know, my masculine uh, energy as far as dressing wise. Because when I was, you know, a kid, you wore what your mother bought you. Bought you yeah. Okay. Like that was that was that. And you shut up about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You wore it and you were happy wearing it. That's it. <laughs> okay. And that was that. So when I started to get, you know, a little older and, you know, my mom started to see like the little change, she would just be like, oh, God. Like. <laughs> Oh, like this is how this is what you want to do. Well, why you got to have your pants so uh, a little tighter? Wouldn't it be nice a little tighter? They too big, Leah. No, they're not too big, mom. This is how I want to wear my pants. (laughs) (sighs) 
well, if you like it. <laughs> Stressed. And my sister would just be like, yeah, well, uh, whatever. Like, <laughs> who cares? My brothers was like, they were like, I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know how. Well, Kim, my sister is very girly. Yeah. Like, she's the epitome of a girl's girl. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she cares much, though. Like, she's just excited that she has a sibling that looks like her. So You guys do resemble. Because she has a sibling on her mom, like, through her mom, and they look nothing alike. They don't look alike. Like, Mm -hmm. at all. And my sister and I are, like, you know, younger and older versions of each other. Like, her kids look like me. They definitely do. So, that's funny. Definitely. (laughs) I mean, the eyes, like, especially her son's eyes. Mm. Because he looked like his grandfather. And unfortunately fuck boy has strong genes i mean not mm. unfortunate because you know it worked out in our favor i mean i think but it, did. <laughs> I think it, did. it worked out in our favor we we had his teeth his you know yeah. his lips mm-hmm. you know we we look like him nice hands but um yeah like my sister's a girly girl and i she don't care she's just like whatever like my sister cute like that's all that matters is like she's cute yeah. and that's just what it is but, yeah daddy issues hmm interesting guys i mean we would love to hear your thoughts uh, you know what to do. Comment, like, please rate, yes. rate five, five stars, stars, baby. Five stars. If you love us, sing your rock with us five stars. And we love the comments, guys. Comments, comments, comments. We will read them. We do read them. And we do appreciate the feedback. So comments and five stars and share. Tell a friend who will tell a friend who will tell a friend. Okay. And remember the link to all of our episodes and all of our social media like our youtube and yep. all of our streaming sites is in our bio on yeah. instagram on ig love life and, and labels, labels. love with the u l u v life and labels we have a family game night um on saturday yep so i'm not sure That'll be exciting. Follow us. Follow us. That'll be fun. <laughs> That'll be fun. You'll be able to get to put faces to some of these names. Yeah. And we will more than likely go live Tuesday. Tuesday? Yeah. Or Monday, Monday night. night. Monday night. We'll go live Monday night and then we can talk about it. Um, well, actually, we're going to upload this on Monday. Yeah. So listen to it. Listen to it. Maybe around 8. We'll, go, we'll live go live yeah, and we'll talk about it and you guys can chime in. Thank you for listening. If you have gotten this far, because we gave y'all a nice We long gave you a nice today. long episode. Um, we got pretty personal. It's pretty deep. Yes. Um, be, be nice to us. <laughs> we were being very vulnerable in this episode. Yes, we were. Uh, My God. But we thank you guys for your support. For rocking with and us. And follow us. Tell Tell a friend, like Leah said, yeah. tell a friend to tell a friend. Follow us on YouTube because great things are coming that way, too, yep. especially with the weather breaking. Yeah, you guys aren't going to want to miss all of our shenanigans in the city. And we have some vacations coming up, Yep, which we'll, we'll, we will be vlogging. So you don't want to miss that. Follow us on YouTube. The link is in our bio on Instagram. Rate this, share this, and we will see you guys. Yes. And also tag us. If you're listening to the podcast, screenshot it, tag us. You know what I mean? Give us a shout out. We appreciate little things like that, guys. And um, we will see you next time. Peace. Peace.